Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. On this podcast, you'll hear real topics about real life. They cover everything from married sex to raising kids to loving your spouse so much that you're willing to forgive them for occasionally being the most annoying person in the world. Trey and Lee have raised four boys, been married over 30 years, and somehow still really like each other. And now, live from the metropolis of Childress, Texas, a place so flat you can watch your dog run away for three days. Here are your hosts for the Stronger Marriage Podcast, Trey and Lee Morgan. Hello, everybody. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We're glad that you're hanging out with us, and we appreciate you listening to the podcast. We are uh, we are sitting here with coffee in hand, having some coffee together, and talking today about acting like you're married and not like you're single, and why that's important. And that will be a good thing, I think. We've had uh, some good, last couple of weeks have been just huge in the amount of people that are listening. We thank you for listening. We thank you for recommending our podcast. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Uh, Find a place. If you hit the subscribe button, then every week it'll just show up on your phone uh, or your computer versus uh, having to go hunt to see if we've got a new one out. So that works really well. But uh, uh, I'm ready to go. How about you, Miss Morgan? I'm ready. All right. We're talking uh, being cautious about acting single when you're married. And so uh, when we first threw this out there as a, as a topic, uh, Lee looked at me and said, uh, exactly what does that mean? And I think after we put together some notes, we can get a little bit better idea. And we're going to talk about some of those things as we go. And so uh, someone said, uh, I think it was just a meme that was out there that said, uh, uh, if you're married, Stop acting single or you'll wind up being single. And I like that. I thought that was pretty good. Um, What you don't want to be is uh, married in private and single in public. You don't want to act like you're married um, just around your spouse. And then when you're out running around, nobody knows you're married. You don't ever talk about your spouse. You never compliment your spouse. You never mention that you're married. So we're going to talk about some do's and some don'ts. And we're not saying you have to be big PDA folks, uh, public display of affection people. Um, but, uh, you know, personally, I always like to see that. Um, we ate at a cheesecake factory in Phoenix a while back when we were in Arizona doing a workshop. And there was about a 30 minute wait, and everybody was crammed in the little waiting room, waiting for their turn to get in. And, and so uh, we were kind of all up in each other's space. And uh, I think we... <laughs> that was pre-corona. That was pre-corona. Yeah. Yep. We were we were touching and we were hugging and we were cuddling while we were kind of standing there in line. And the lady asked us um, when she went to seat us if we were newlyweds. And I remember thinking, what, what would give you that idea? And then I thought maybe it was just because we were acting like we were... Uh, either dating or, or something. You, there was no doubt that there was something between us, which I thought was a was a pretty good deal. So uh, as we talk a little bit, bit about uh, things that you don't want to do in your marriage uh, when you're married, uh, kick off a couple of those, Miss Morgan, on some things that we're going to talk about. Well, I think that uh, one thing for sure is you need to be very careful on social media. Um, 
you know, everybody needs to be very aware on social. If somebody went to your profile on social media, they should be able to tell immediately that you're a married person. Uh, whether it's, you know, your, your profile picture, is that what I'm trying to say? Um, you need to have your wife or your husband in your profile picture, hopefully. Um, comments that you make on social media, you need to be careful of those. Uh, you know, if you tell us about, about you always tell us about uh, our little niece. Oh, yeah, you just, we, we want to be careful. Uh, Lee, Lee said it really well. Um, they, they always say that, uh, and I'll get to that, they always say that you can tell what you're really passionate about by looking at your social media page. And so I always look at my Instagram page, which is kind of what my favorite social media is, and uh, look at that Instagram page, and I try to see what do folks think I'm passionate about. And the first time somebody said that, I looked, and I thought, oh, everybody thinks I'm passionate about tacos and coffee and because I'm posting pictures about that but I also had pictures of my wife and I had pictures of my kids so there wasn't any doubt that I was passionate uh, you could look at my social media profile and know that I was a married man and that that was really important but uh, sometimes we have to be cautious about pictures we like uh, comments we make we don't want to make a comment that comes across as being flirty um, uh, you know if if, if if a woman had posted on social media or on Instagram about, uh, hey, I got a new dress, uh, I'm hoping this looks good, I'm not going to write on there, man, you look amazing. Um, you just want to be very cautious about not acting like you're a single person on social media. And Lee mentioned a while ago I had a niece one time who spent a summer uh, as a senior in high school uh, being a kid and, and having fun out on the lake and, and playing on a boat. and wearing a, a bikini and, and she'd post pictures on social media and I love my niece and, and she and I are, are friends and but I was always cautious about what I liked or commented on those pictures because I didn't want folks to look at that and go randomly just go I don't know who this girl in the bikini is but Trey sure likes her picture and so I wanted to be very cautious about that as, as ridiculous as you may think that sounds. No, uh, being cautious is definitely better than the alternative. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, put put that you're married on Facebook. I, I wouldn't. I don't honestly don't understand why if you have a Facebook profile that you wouldn't put that you're that you're married. Um, in fact, I kind of wish there was one that said happily married or madly in love with my spouse. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think that is good. Uh, when you're out in public. Uh, one of the things that I have tried hard to work on, and men are kind of this way sometimes, and I used to be this way, and I try not to be, is men are often really good. If you, if you ever got out at the mall uh, and you're going in, sometimes you'll see a man walking 10 steps in front of his wife. And uh, I don't know why we do that. Maybe we're in a hurry. Maybe uh, we don't give it a lot of thought. But I try really hard to, I'm not going to walk in front of my spouse uh, I will get to the door before she does and open the door for her, but uh, I've heard other people go, yeah, sometimes my husband walks 10 steps in front of me everywhere we go, and I'm like, all right, back up and hold her hand when you're out running around, especially if you're at a mall, because uh, she likes it when you kind of show off that, uh, that you like her, and besides all that, if you're holding her hand, she may think it's romantic, and, and I always say it's kind of uh, helps with, uh, is it economics? You know, it helps with uh, knowing what she spins and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah something along those lines. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is either. Um, 
you know, you're a foot taller than me and your stride is quite a bit longer than mine. And so it's it's natural that you, you just walk a little faster than I do. I do everything I a little do faster. everything much faster <laughs> than I do. So, you know, by the time, by the time we park, I'm trying to, you know, gather up my purse and put my phone in, in my purse and, and get my clothes where they're not, you know, flipping up when I get out of the car or whatever. And you're already out and 10 at steps the, ahead at of At the me. door holding yeah. it open saying, come on, where are you? Let's go. Let's yeah. get this done. So, so yeah, that's, that is true. Uh, I don't want to act single in public. And so, yeah, I will hold your hand and I'll try to walk by your side and I won't uh, stay ahead of you or anything along those lines. Um, another thing that you want to be cautious of is uh, allowing your hobbies to consume all your time. And, and hobbies are good. Lee's got hobbies. I've got hobbies. And uh, we both enjoy doing things. But if they consume all of our time, that's not a healthy thing. And we've got to be cautious that uh, we don't allow hobbies, buddies, fishing buddies, or girls that are going shopping, whatever it is, to consume all our time that we would try and spend with one another. Because that's not, that's not healthy for my marriage or for your marriage or anyone's marriage for that point. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Um, you know, nobody wants to be a, a golf widow or a, you know, whatever it is uh, where you're spending so much time that you just feel like you, you really come second to whatever that hobby is. Yeah, and if you can if you can involve your spouse in that hobby, that's always a healthy thing. Yeah, we, we preach that all the time, that it, it really is best if you have hobbies that you enjoy doing together. Um, you know, it's nice every once in a while for us to do our own thing, and I think that's necessary for us to have our own our own interests. But for the most part, I think we do most of our hobbies together. Yeah, so. I think you're right. And we've learned, you've learned to like a lot of stuff that I like, and I have learned to like some stuff that you like. <laughs> some stuff. No, I have. Whether it's uh, remodeling furniture, furniture restoration, or... Uh, junkin', as uh, you like to call it, at flea markets. I've learned that. I've learned to like that. Um, can you think of another one? Another thing that uh, is not healthy for a marriage when well, you're married? It's never healthy to put your friends or your family before your spouse. Um, you know, we've known ladies that have best girlfriends, and really they they spend most of their time with their girlfriend or a whole lot more time with their girlfriend than they do their husband um, or vice versa. Um, sometimes family can get in the way, you know, in-laws can be problems. Uh, that's probably a whole nother podcast or yeah. episode. Yeah, I think you're right. But, um, but yeah, friends and family should not come before your spouse. At some point, we really need to do a podcast on in-laws and being good in-laws. If, you, if you've got kids that are married... Uh, allow your kids to be married without jumping in the middle of everything. Uh, allow your kids to make decisions. Uh, if they ask for your help or your advice, that's important. Give it. Uh, but don't feel like you have to meddle in everything that they do. Be those in-laws that are there as, uh, as supports, not as, uh, let me tell you how this is done. And that's, that's really hard for a lot of people because, you know, as older married couple, we feel like we've we've been through things already. We've got hindsight, and we feel like you know we could probably tell our kids, uh, you might want to think twice before you do that. But sometimes you just have to keep your mouth closed and let them figure it out. Yeah, be cautious about how you do that. Um, we we don't want to we don't want to put families and friends first. Um, 
another thing that oftentimes uh, couples do is is play hard to get with your spouse. As in, like, I mean, you're married, and and you should be available to your spouse. And so make time for your spouse, whether you're busy working all the time or you have hobbies. Uh, don't play hard to get with your spouse. Your spouse shouldn't have to constantly be going, do you have any time this week for uh, a date night? Um, when it comes to intimacy, uh, your spouse shouldn't have to beg you for intimacy, uh, for time away for a little trip of some sort. Don't play hard to get. That's something single folks are to do. When you're married, you're, you're past that. That shouldn't be something that you do. That's true. Um, also, be ca cautious about complimenting other people of the opposite sex. That's right. And this is one that may sound weird. Some, some people, uh, um, <laughs> I think this is a very polarizing statement. You get some people that are going to go, man, I'm glad you brought that up. And then you're going to get some people to go, that's about the craziest thing I've ever heard. But uh, sometimes we have to be really cautious about complimenting people of the opposite sex. That doesn't mean you, you don't say, hey, good job, you did a good job on that. But when we're talking about things they're wearing, uh, how they're, how they're fixed their hair, uh, whatever it is, if, if you're complimenting someone uh, constantly and they're feeding off of that, then, then that's not healthy. That's, my job is to compliment Lee. Um, and and somebody else's somebody else's wife their their husband that's his job is to compliment her that's not my job and so I'm very cautious about who I compliment and and especially when it comes down to specifics uh, if you know we we have a friend that's lost a lot of weight and she's been working so hard and when I see her I usually give her a thumbs up and I go hey you're doing awesome keep it up and there's a big difference in that. And, and going, hey, you are looking incredible, and just going on and on about uh, the fact that she is looking amazing. And so be cautious about how you compliment. Um, if you're talking, you know, if, if you're talking about, you know, I love the way that sweater looks with your eyes, I love the way that that, you know, whatever it is, that's, you're, you're going too far. <laughs> Taking it a little too far. Yeah. Um, and, and even, you know, even if you gave what you thought was an innocent compliment about how somebody looked, they could take it a different way, especially if they're not getting a lot of compliments at home from their spouse. You know, they may be craving uh, the compliments, and if, if they're getting it from somebody else, they're going to think, oh, well, they think I'm attractive. And, yeah. yeah. I like you don't, it. You don't want to send signals that you never yeah. are intended and, to send. And my love language is, uh, uh, praise is something that's very mm -hmm. high on my love language list. And so if you meet somebody that maybe they don't get any praise at home and they are needing it and all of a sudden someone of the opposite sex starts giving that praise, then it's kind of like, you know, what do I need to do for them to say something nice for me about that today? That's right. They're, they're drawn to you whether you intend for them to be or not. Yeah. And if I'm getting up every day and uh, dressing, thinking what will this person, the opposite sex, like today that they're going to give me a compliment, then, then something's not healthy there. Be cautious about that. At the same time, you, I personally think we, we need to be cautious about people who are constantly complimenting us. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is if they take that compliment too far, uh, somebody, who, uh, somebody who, who does describe, well, I really like the way that dress really you know, hugs your figure, or I really like the way that uh, uh, 
that brings the blue out in your eyes, whatever it is, your shirt that you got on today. Uh, if someone is making you uncomfortable, then that's probably your, that's probably your, uh, something in there telling you, hey, I need to probably watch out or avoid that person. Yeah, that's true. I mean, God gave us some good sense that we should be able to uh, tell when somebody's given us a compliment that's probably a little inappropriate for yeah. them to get us. And so if you've got somebody that's making you uncomfortable because they're heaping praise on you and they're not your spouse, then uh, you really need to be cautious about uh, in any form or fashion leading that person on uh, or, or considering avoiding that person. Um, let's talk about some do's. We talked about some things we don't want to do. Here's some things that we can do. Um, one of the best things you can do when you're out in public without your spouse um, is to talk about your spouse. Uh, when you're around your, your friends of the same sex or people of the opposite sex to go, you know, my wife loves this restaurant or, you know, this, that is one of my husband's favorite things. If you're mentioning that uh, your husband or your wife all the time, everyone knows you're committed there. That's right. And, and when we say talk about your spouse, we definitely mean talk about them in a positive light exactly. and don't, don't tell everybody what you don't like about your spouse. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so talk about your spouse uh, around there. If, if you meet somebody, if you know somebody and you've known somebody for months and you've talked to somebody for months and then you mention something about being married and they go, oh, I didn't know you were married. You're doing something wrong. Uh, people should know that you are a married person. And so talk about your spouse. Talk about your kids. Uh, that is a healthy thing to do. You know, when that person makes a compliment and says, uh, you know, that's a, I love that shirt on you, you know, that might be the time to go, you know, my wife tells me that all the time. This is one of her favorite shirts uh, or whatever it is. Um, and so make sure that person knows that you work with that person of the opposite sex that, uh, yeah, you don't mind talking about your spouse and all that kind of that's right. Uh, let's see what else. We talked about uh, social media a little bit on the don't side. Uh, and we also mentioned that you should post pictures of your spouse on social media, uh, especially the two of you together. Um, you don't have to do this all the time, but, yeah. but it's important for you to uh, swap out your Facebook profile picture every now and then with you and your spouse or uh, just put one on your wall for the world to see. That's right. People should not have to... To scroll and scroll and scroll and not ever be able to find a picture of you and your <laughs> and your spouse together because we've seen that before. It's like, are they real? Are they really married? Yeah, there there are times where I'll have a, a friend request from somebody and I'll zip through, going, "Is this person married or is this person not married?" Mm -hmm. And and you know, if you if you have to scroll for three minutes trying to find a picture of them and their spouse to figure out if they're married or not, then yeah, that's you, you just need to do a better job of putting stuff out there. Now, there's a difference between men and women. Um, in, you know, on social media, especially on Facebook, but even on, on other things. What's the difference between men and women on how they post pictures? Well, men post a lot of things about uh, maybe their truck or their car or their hunting dog or, yeah. you know, fishing at, fishing at the lake. Um, those are the kinds of pictures that you find on a lot of men's profiles and uh, women post things, you know, one million pictures of their children. Yeah. Here's um, my kid at the pool. Here's my grandchildren. kid at the Yes. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But but don't just post 100 pictures of your kids and never post a picture of you and your spouse. And uh, 
yeah, I'm looking through here, and I just thought it was kind of curious because I couldn't remember what I had. Uh, I have one, two, out of the top ten pictures, two of you are in those pictures, and, and my kids are in a bunch of others, so... Uh, that makes me feel good that I'm doing a good job on that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Should, I should probably look through there on mine. I know. I'm, I'm about to say, let me look at yours for a second. Well, if you're looking now, I'm on, on Instagram. If you're looking on Instagram, I don't put a whole lot of. Oh, uh, you're killing me. Couple pictures. On you're killing me, Smalls. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, so so looking at this. I don't post a lot on Instagram. Period. So, so looking at you on Instagram, people know that you love. Um, antiques <laughs> and um, you love oh there's a picture of us yeah, you love remodeling the kitchen and there's a picture of a grandbaby that has yet to be born that's right but uh, yeah we, we got to do a good job with with uh, that both Lee and I have to, to stay I don't want anybody to ever look at my profile and go is this guy married but I do have that on my description I mean if people go you know to my picture my main picture and the little description that you put underneath there they are, they're certainly going to see it there that's pretty awesome. What does it say? Um, I don't remember what it says, but I, so I know I say know. something about yes. my awesome husband. Or Lee something. Morgan. That, this is your Instagram. <laughs> oh, no, you're I'm in trouble. <laughs> you better say what I think it says. The loves of my life are God, my amazing hubby, four awesome sons, Texas Ranger baseball, and everything that is chippy and vintage. See? That's what you did well on that. Thank you. That makes me feel good. <laughs> I like that. You know what mine says? And mine, mine, mine has something on there. It says marriage coach, author, public speaker, Jesus follower, cancer survivor, intoxicated daily by the beauty of my wife. Aww. That's pretty good. I don't think you're very intoxicated right now by the way I look. I think you look very amazing right <laughs> at this moment. You, we've been to the gym yeah. and we've been working outside. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm a man, and I'm very visual, so, yeah, you're looking pretty good. Uh, another one. Uh, how about some PDA? It doesn't hurt to have a little PDA, meaning you can hold hands in public, let, let the world go on a date, uh, go out to eat, spend time together out to eat with your spouse, let the world see that y'all are on a date, tell folks you're on a date. Uh, we live in a small community, and... Uh, sorry, I'll let you kick back in a second. Yeah. We live in a small community, and sometimes we have to ask for a table in the back um, <laughs> to, to, to have a date, and that's not always the easiest to do. And it's not bad when people want to stop and visit with you at your table, but sometimes when we're wanting some time together alone, we'll say, hey, get us a table way in the back. In the back, yes. Yeah. Oh, you just were talking about eating out with your spouse, and, and some people even go as far as sitting on the same side of the table with each other we don't do that we usually sit across from each other um but we've tried that a, a few times we've had know, some fun doing yeah. that sitting next to when each other when we see people out and they're sitting next to each other in a booth we think hey those people like each other they're on a date <laughs> yeah i think that's pretty awesome yeah. we do that when we're trying to watch a tv together right if there's a baseball a, game, there's a baseball on, game at on at the restaurant or something probably not the best date right yeah those are pretty fun dates you can have we can have a baseball date all right yeah. here's one for you this is really a biggie to us and, and we're not going to judge you. Um, we're not going to judge you if this doesn't fit you, but we're going to throw this out there, and we want you to know we think you should wear your wedding ring. Um, it shows the world that you're committed. It shows the world that you're married, and I promise you there are people in this world, and when they meet other people, the first thing they do is look to see, is this person wearing a wedding ring? It's true. 
Now, I know there are some people in jobs that, you know, your job will not allow you to wear a, a wedding ring because it might get you hurt or something along those lines. But, you know, they make silicone bands. You know, we've known folks to get tattoos as rings. Mm -hmm. uh, personally, I think one of the most important commitments that I can make is to wear my wedding ring. For, for my, the world to see that I'm married, for me to remind myself that I'm married. And um, I, I, you know, if you know me, I don't take mine off. I don't take mine off when I shower. I don't take mine off when I mix concrete. Uh, when I paint, That's mine right. doesn't In come fact, off. you are on your second band. And I your am. first band completely came in two once and we had it soldered back together. And I think it came in two for the second time, and we decided it was just time to get you they a said new they band. Couldn't fix it. So, um, some men just don't feel they don't. They're not. They say they're not ring wearers, and they don't feel comfortable on their hand. But trust. I mean, they've they've improved rings. Maybe they I should have. say that they've got some now that are called comfort fit. They've yeah. got you know really thin. So if your wedding ring is kind of big and and bulky, go. Go find something else and try some on yeah. that you think, hey, this is a little more comfortable. This is one I would wear. Yeah. And and I have, again, not going to be judgmental, but if you're going to tell me I don't like wearing jewelry and you've got on a watch and a bracelet, but you can't put on your wedding ring, I'm going to be going, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but seriously, yeah, my, my wedding band didn't cost 100 bucks, but it is invaluable to me because of what it represents to the point that one of our friends in this world who is a nurse, I had some surgery a few years ago, I didn't even know I did this. Somehow or another, we got pre-opt, they gave me the drugs, I was going back for surgery, and she noticed, uh, hey, he's got on a wedding ring, and we need to get that off before surgery. And, and they said in there, I literally fought them that <laughs> ring was not coming off my finger and I think they wound up taping it up because uh, it was like it on you. yeah wasn't gonna happen and that that was a pretty good story and I remember saying was I mean and they said well you weren't happy <laughs> <laughs> but I was committed to wearing that that's ring good. so that makes me feel good there you go check in uh, that's something you can do regularly check in uh, that is not we said this last week that it does not mean that you're uh, your spouse is keeping their thumb on you. It is just called respect to say, hey, I'm not going to be home till 5 o'clock or right. I'm going to stop by this store, where you're at, what you're doing. Checking in is a sign that you're married. You don't do that when you're single. You do that when you're married. And, and we put a post up on Twitter, on our Twitter account a while back that said, if you're not ready to check in and let your spouse know where you are and what you're doing, then if you're single, you don't need to be getting married until you're ready to do that. Marriage is not for you at this point. And so we, we feel that. Uh, uh, be respectful to your spouse and check in and let them know what's going on. Yeah, it's just common courtesy and respect. Uh, be proud of your spouse and introduce them to others. Yeah, that'll work well. Just make sure that you're going, you know, you, you run across somebody of the opposite sex. It's a bit, I, I would love for you to meet my wife sometime. I hope you get to meet my husband. Um, that, is a, that is a great thing. Let folks know that. Be proud to introduce your spouse. Meet my wife. Lee and I have a, a kind of a little game we play or a rule. I try to introduce her to everyone that comes up to speak to me, but she knows 
that if I do not introduce her to who I am talking to, what is it? That means you cannot think of their name. That's exactly right. And I don't <laughs> want to say, this is my wife, Lee. Lee, this is. Now, who are you again? Uh, and so my wife has learned, if I don't introduce her, she just sticks out her hand and says, I'm Lee, and you are, and then I learn their name. Is that good or what? <laughs> we should add that to a book of tips or something. Right. Yes. So that's a good thing. Uh, in your marriage, don't settle for average. Um, and I know you may be in a marriage right now that's struggling, and you may just be wishing it was average. But, but work for a marriage that is above average. Strive for a good marriage, and it's going to take work. Don't settle for just a marriage. Settle for above average, and that will take work. That'll take two people, how you treat each other, how you love each other, and how you respect each other. That is really important. We want to make sure that people know, who know us outside the home, know that we're married people. We want to act. We want to act married in public and in private and everywhere else. We want the world to know that we are happily married, and that is just a healthy, healthy thing to do. That is true. We have knocked out another podcast. We're 29 minutes into this, and we try to stay under 30. We appreciate it. If you give a chance, get us, give us a review. Uh, that just helps get the word out about healthy marriages. Your job today, your goal today, are you ready for this? I want you, we want you to go put a new profile picture up of your spouse. Um, and maybe put something on Facebook about how much you love them or how awesome they are. You married the hottest man in the world or the most amazing woman in the world. But you go find some time to give your spouse some love on social media today. That'd be great. That would be great. I'm going to be watching yours this morning. Uh-huh. I might need to do a little bit of tweaking. There you go. Y'all have an awesome day. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah.